Do you think Jesus could do anything right here in Las Vegas, Sin City? I believe that what God is doing is He's created an eternal testimony. And what we know is when we can come together under a spirit of unity, nothing would be impossible. Hello and welcome to another episode of Las Vegas United. I am your host, Aaron Pino, and I am so happy that you are joining us this week. You know, here at Las Vegas United, you hear me say it just about every single time we're on here. Um, we're partnering with God to create an eternal testimony of his goodness, mercy, and power right here in the Las Vegas Valley. And you know how we do here. If you've been watching us for any amount of time, or maybe this is your first time joining us, we bring on different ministries, leaders, business people, um, people in, in governmental uh, positions, and we bring them on and we just talk about how God is using them and what they're doing in our city to release the kingdom of heaven. And so today's no different. I have a good friend on <clears throat> that we're going to get ready to talk to in just a moment. But hey, listen, before we do, could you do me a favor? Wherever you're watching this from, whether it's on Keen 17, set the DVR. That way you can have this whenever uh, you can go back and watch this. Or maybe you're watching this on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Or if you're listening to this on iTunes and Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to that as well. Well, without any further ado, let's get into our conversation today. And would you help me welcome my friend, Floyd. Floyd, it's great to have you on. Thank you, today. Aaron. Thank you. I'm oh, yes. So glad to be here. I'm glad to have you. We're going to have a, a great discussion today. We're just going to talk and, and see what God wants to do. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but before we do, just kind of introduce yourself to our audience. Let them know more about yourself, your name, how long you've been in Vegas, you know, introduce your beautiful wife who's not uh, here, you know, yeah. all that good okay. stuff. Yeah. My name, I'm Pastor Floyd Schrock, and yeah. I've been in Las Vegas for 25 years. Yeah. I came in 1995 and to work with the church. Mm-hmm. And I've been here ever since. You know what I found out? What's that? Away from all the spotlights and stuff, Las Vegas is a great city. Yes, it is. It's a wonderful city to live in. In fact, it's the best one I've ever lived in. Amen to that. And I've been many of them. Yeah. So I've been here all these years, 25 years. My wife, uh, Rosalie, she is Filipina. She's Mm -hmm. from the Philippines. We have a wonderful time in the spirit, mm. worshiping the Lord, uh, and our life together is so full of joy. In fact, I call her my crazy Filipina. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. She keeps my life jumping, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so we, uh, we've, we've, we've really went and enjoyed a lot of things of the Lord here. You know, they, talk, they, they used to call this very strongly Sin City. Mm-hmm. But that name is gradually disappearing. That's right. It's disappearing because it's not no longer the main focus of this city. And the Bible is true. Where sin does abound, grace does much more abound. There's a great anointing here, mm-hmm. Aaron. Yeah. A great anointing in Las Vegas. Absolutely. Oh, my. Everything flows so easy in the spirit. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All right, Floyd, you're getting us started early. All right, today. <laughs> Go ahead, man. But, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It is. Uh, there is a great anointing here. There's. Yes. Um, I don't want to get into all this right now, you know, because I still want to make introductions. But, man, there is there where sin abounds, grace does more abound. I think it's not just grace to see people 
coming to the kingdom. Right. But I think there's also prophetic graces. Yes. There's worship graces. Yes. There's apostolic graces. Yes, there's there teaching graces. Yes. Pastoral graces in this city. Yes. And part of what we're doing here at Las Vegas United is we're bringing those graces together. Amen. To make the connection because at the end of the day, what God is doing in our city is going to take all of us. It is. And I'm super glad to be in this city with you, man. I, first of all, before, right in the beginning of this, I honor you. I'm so grateful for the gifting and the anointing that's on your life. Um, I know God is using you greatly here in Vegas and around the world. And I just want to say I'm so thankful to be in connection with you and partner with, uh, partnership with you. And I'm glad we're serving the city together. Man. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah, go ahead. We have a uh, a great vision for this city mm -hmm. because there's been the, so many prophetic words from the Lord mm -hmm. that this city is going to shine brighter than all the rest. Mm -hmm. And the whole nation is going to have their eyes on Las Vegas when they see what happens. When the glory of God begins to fill this city, yes. they're all going to see. That's right. See. That's right. And it'll become Salvation City. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I, I agree completely with that. You know, um, one of the things I like to tell people is I believe that whenever we cross over to the other side of eternity, after we get done with a, an amazing 10,000 year long worship service, yeah. you know, <laughs> Whoa, you know yes. I, I, I really do believe that there's going to come a point in eternity where the father sits us down and he begins to tell us stories. Tell us stories of, oh my. of how how good he really was, yes. how great he really yes. is, and I believe. Now, don't don't I don't want people to say like Pastor Aaron's preaching another another gospel <laughs> or different theology. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the Revelation says that he's going to open up books. You know what I mean? That's and, right. he, and and I and I think in the Book of Remembrance, one of the things that he's going to open up and and remind us all about are testimonies of what he has done in different places of the earth. Yes. And I'm telling you, Floyd, I know this to be true, that we're going to sit there around the Father, and he's going to tell us, look what I did oh my. in this place that many people labeled it this thing, that many people have said it was too hard, it was too far gone, and you'll never be able to see the revival. You'll never be able to see God do anything in this city. And God is going to sit us down and say, look what I did. Oh my, yes. I believe it, man. I believe it too. Yeah. I feel a witness to that. Mm -hmm. and, he's, and one of the things he's going to show us is what happened in Las Vegas. Yes. Yes. When the revival hit this city mm -hmm. and people come here just to receive salvation, just to come and see what God is doing. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, I I know it to be true, man. Yes. I know it to be true. And I'm grateful to be in this city and alongside great men like yourself. Man. Hey, praise God. So um, that, that's a little tangent side there for everybody. You know what I mean? We're a little excited here <laughs> yeah. in the studio early on. Thanks, Floyd. You got to start it early, man. <laughs> yeah. But um, so tell us. Because you, um, you've been involved with different ministries here in Vegas, you know. Yes. The great, wonderful church, ICLV, you, yes. uh, uh, Harvest Rock earlier that you were yes. talking about. Um, you come hang out with us at Overflow yes. Church, you know what I mean? We're in relationship with you as well. Um, so you've been associated with great ministries, but you also have a ministry yourself here yes. in Las Vegas. Talk to us a little bit more about that. Yes, I do, Aaron. It's, it's the name of it is Flaming Sword International Ministries. And we are... 
like, so to say, uh, not just a prophetic ministry, but that's part of who we are, mm-hmm. is prophetic ministry. But the reason we have the name is because originally we started out as a harps and bowls mm-hmm. ministry. And we, we were that for a couple of years until a prophet was with us. And he, he said, the Lord's telling me that you're no longer harps and bowls. You're flaming sword, mm. flaming sword. So we prayed about it. And we said, yes, that's right. Because we're in the spiritual realm. And wherever we go, we're very aggressive. And sometimes the Lord sends us to difficult areas. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, one of the places that he sent us is in Ghana, where... Uh, where the uh, voodoo mm-hmm. first originated, mm-hmm. the city, mm-hmm. the very spot. And we were supposed to do a service there. Mm-hmm. Very difficult. We had to do a lot of warfare to break through in that. Mm-hmm. So in, in saying that, the Lord gave us that name for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that's, what, that's who, what our name is. But what we do is we, we worship. We worship. We believe that we start off with praise and we enter into his courts and his gates and and we enter into worship. And and the Bible says that the Lord enthrones himself on the praises of his people. So our worship carries him. Mm. It carries him to different realms, to different Mm. places in the earth. He rides that worship. Yeah. And so it opens up dimensions. And so we see dimensions open to us when we worship. And we worship and we begin to worship in the spirit and the prophetic opens up and the Lord will speak or there may be a new song come. And this this type of thing is what we do in our services. And by the way, we have a service every week here in Las Vegas on Tuesday night. We put it on Tuesday night because we're not trying to compete with other churches. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to uh, go and support them when we can. And, mm-hmm. And we have one that they could come and attend if they want something a little more or something a little different mm-hmm. on Tuesday night. So uh, that's we have that at 6330 West Spring Mountain Road here in yeah. Las Vegas, Space A. Space A. So yeah. we'd like to invite anyone that wants to come. Yeah. 6 o'clock on Tuesday evening. 6 o'clock Tuesday evening. And I'm, and I'm telling you, man, uh, just... St- being in the same room with you, talking about the things of God is incredible. Praise God. Um, you know, <clears throat> and we have friends here in Vegas, you know, uh, the MacArthur's, Mark MacArthur. He yes. told me, um, this is even before I met you, he said, man, I remember one time I went to Armenia. Uh, I think that was it. He went, yeah, yeah was it Armenia? Yes. He said, man, I went to Armenia with, with, with this man named Floyd, and I had no idea who you were, you know. <laughs> And uh, he told me about this incredible experience that he had there in Armenia where the power of God was realized and things were moving and shaking in the city. And then one day you, you show up to our church yeah. and, and everyone's like, that's the guy, that's oh. the guy right there. That's Floyd. And so I was like, well, I got, I got, I have to get to know this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's incredible. I love the, uh, the worship ministry, as you know, I'm a worshiper. Oh, yes, you are. My wife and I, we, we lead the worship at our church. And um, we we love not just to sing songs. We don't do a song service. Mm-hmm. We have a worship. We, 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 we have a worship service, That's you right. know. Yes. There's, a, there's a difference. 
And earlier you were talking about a vision you saw over a city, um, and God said, this is the, the canopy over the city. Yes. I want you to talk to us a little bit about um, the power of worship in a city yes. to cover a city. Okay. Talk, talk to us about that. Yes. Uh, I went to a church in Bakersfield, California. Uh, the name of it was the Bakersfield Chinese Church. And I experienced worship there like I had never seen in my entire life or, or since then. It was amazing. And the worship went into the heavenlies, every service. But you know what was unique, Aaron, before the service was their prayer service. Mm. Their prayer service was an hour mm. long of going after God all out in tongues, in the spirit, mm -hmm. each mm -hmm. person not waiting for someone else to pray. Everybody is praying and crying out to God. And out of that, they took that into the worship service and it just exploded in the spirit. So God took me there to teach me about worship. So I'm going to go. I went on a trip and coming back into Bakersfield, <clears throat> excuse me, from Tehachapi, going down the mountain there. As I looked over the city, I, it was at night. I saw a light coming up out of the city. And it came, went up and it kind of just spread out like like uh, maybe an umbrella or something. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, what is that? He said, that's coming from the Chinese church. Because they break through into the heavenly realm Jesus. all the time. It creates a protection, a canopy over the city. It creates a, a realm of blessing and covering for the city. Mm. I was shocked. I mm. had no idea. I'd never heard that before or since, but the Lord told me that. And I began to understand that it's happening here in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are churches that are moving in that realm in the spirit. And I can sense the whole atmosphere of Vegas is mm -hmm. changing. Amen. Oh, yeah. I, <clears throat> I not only believe that, but we have we have seen that. Yes. You know? Worship is a powerful tool. Oh, my. In our weapons. Yes. For warfare. Yes. You said you, you had mentioned it earlier. <clears throat> The Lord inhabits the praises of Israel. That's yes. Psalms 22. And whenever we lift up Jesus, we are literally building him a throne to come and to inhabit the situations yes. and the cities in which we live. That's right. And when we exalt Jesus, the Bible says, let, let God arise and let every one of his enemies be scattered. Amen. And I'm, I'm a firm believer, you know, in... In the circles we run in, which if you have been watching for any amount of time, you know I'm, I'm a spirit-filled, charismatic Pentecostal. I pray in tongues and cast out devils and heal the sick. You yes, know? you are. <laughs> <clears throat> but sometimes in our, in our circles, we think we have to tear down the strongholds, tear down the strongholds, tear down the strongholds. And we do that through, you know, being super boisterous and loud in mm -hmm. prayer, which there is an element to that. Yes. But I believe that one of the greatest ways... <clears throat> that we can diminish a stronghold in our city is by raising the strongest stronghold. Absolutely. Which is the throne of God yes. in our city. Yes. Talk to us about the importance of worship in a city. Well, 
You know, as I explained what I saw over that city, I believe that that is happening in Las Vegas. Because there are churches, there's a ministry like ours, and there's a church like yours, and a few other churches where they go into the spiritual realm, mm -hmm. and they flow in the Spirit, and it opens the heavens. Mm -hmm. And it opens the heavens, and I actually know for a fact that I teach intercession as well, and I've done a lot of prophetic intercession, but there's more power in worship mm -hmm. than there is fighting it, like you said, with uh, the spiritual uh, intercession and the power that way, I believe there's more power in worship. Mm -hmm. When we worship in the fullness of the Spirit and in the, and the glory of the Lord comes down, Jesus. darkness has to leave. Has to. It cannot stay. Mm -hmm. There's no argument about it. Mm -hmm. It's gone. Mm -hmm. It's gone. Oh, yes. Wow. <clears throat> Why do you think... Worship and prayer, because you talked about harp and bowl earlier, yes. <clears throat> and some people might not know what that is. It's found in the book of Revelation, yes, where it says, "Well, you just Google harp and bowl, okay? Yeah, it'll come up. Yeah, we won't. We don't have to go into a whole teach on that, but there is an element of the prayers of the saints intermingled with the worship of the saints, yes, that is so powerful, yes. Why do you think that is? And tell me some stories of how you've seen them okay. in conjunction with one another. All right. You know, uh, I have one story, um, and it, it was this. I, I, I think I told you this when I was driving and I ran out of gas. I'm not sure if you have. Tell it to me again. Okay. Though. Well, I'm, I'm moving. The Lord said, I want you to move from California, from Bakersfield, and go to New Mexico to start a ministry. Mm. Okay. So I'm moving. I have my pickup loaded with everything and the biggest U-Haul trailer I could get, and it's full. And <clears throat> I have my wife following and the baby in the car. And another guy from uh, that the Lord told him to help us move is following. Mm -hmm. And so I'm driving. We're, we're going to drive all night to be able to get there. <clears throat> so I'm, it's 2.30 in the morning. I'm driving out across northern Arizona in the middle of the Indian Reservation. Mm -hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing there. I don't know if you've ever been out there. Mm -hmm. There's nothing there. Once in a while, you come to a trading post, but two in the morning, nothing's open. <laughs> right. I ran out of gas. Oh, no. I ran out of gas. I pulled over and I said, oh, Lord, what are we going to do? What do you want to do, Lord? And the Lord said, worship me. Hmm. So they came up to the car and I said, okay, this is what the Lord's telling me that I'm going to worship him. I'm going to sing in the spirit and we're going to go until we get gas. And this truck ran out of gas, but everything's going to be all right. They said, okay. So I began to worship in the spirit. I reached over, started the truck. Wow. We took off driving down the road, 60 miles an hour. I keep coming to these trading posts. They're closed. They're closed. We keep going, keep going. Went 18 miles, and I saw a light up ahead. And I looked, and it was a trading post, and there was a pickup truck sitting outside with the lights on with it running. And so I pulled in there. I said, excuse me, are you open? He said, no, no, sir, I'm not open. Uh, I just got a call, and uh, I had to get up to come 
get a friend of mine some gasoline. His name is Floyd. Oh, my. <laughs> yes. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You have not told me this story before. That's about before. worship. Let me tell you. That's what worship can do. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have I told you this story before? I don't know. Remind me. No, I have not heard that story. I okay. think I remember that one. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So he. So how does it end? Well, that's it. I said, oh, okay. Well, thank you. I'm Floyd. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I got the gas. I went on my way. Wow. I, where do we even go from there? I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. But the supernatural. That's the supernatural power of worship. Mm. Worship. Mm. When you really want to see something happen, worship. Mm-hmm. It's more than singing a song. It is. It's more than singing a song, yes. which I know you know this. Yes. Songs are great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's the vehicle that takes us there. It's the vehicle that takes us there. But like this is, and I'm sure you have a different definition than worship than, than I do. And that, that's great. But what, what worship, my definition of worship is this responding to the greatness of God. Mm. It's realizing that he is great. And then we respond in that way. Yes. And so sometimes that's a song. Sometimes that might be serving at a church. Sometimes it might be sowing in an offering, but it's recognizing God's worth. Yes. And responding accordingly. And in that moment, you recognize God speaking to me and he's going to take care of everything. Yes. So my response is to just trust him. Amen. And look how he came through. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Tell me your definition of worship. I'm, I'm interested to know. Well, <laughs> my definition of worship is it could be with any song. It don't have to be that that only song. You know, there's some songs that really touch us. But any song uh, that's a Christian song, you know, that's it's got a, the spirit of God in it will lead you to worship. Mm. You can worship. You know, worship is my decision. Mm. I choose to worship. I can worship in the spirit anytime, anywhere. I don't have to be primed by music. I don't have to be primed by the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I could, if I was in in hell, I could begin to worship in the spirit. Mm. It's it's inside. Mm-hmm. It's inside of you. The Holy Spirit is right here. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that leads us to worship. Yeah. And my experience of worship is I just love God. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell how great, how how wonderful he is. And nobody touches me like he does. Mm, that's right. No one can touch my heart like mm-hmm. he does. He's wonderful. Oh, he? he's amazing. He's so wonderful. Yes. And <clears throat> I love how you said we're worshiping the spirit. Yeah. Singing, singing tongues. For yes, those of you who don't know what we're talking is. about, that's what we're you talking know, about. That's, it, yeah. You know, that's God's language. Mm. That's the language of God. Mm. Tongues. Mm. Yeah. He's the only one that understands that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I wish we had more time to talk about that, but Floyd. You started us off really early. We just got right into these things. <laughs> wow, amazing. So you have a couple different things going on. You told us about the Tuesday night. Yes. Which is amazing. Uh, if people want to be exposed to that, you, and we can retouch that here in just a moment. But you also have um, uh, a weekend coming up in yes. March. Talk to us briefly about that. You know, we the Lord put it in our spirit and our heart to... Uh, to begin to wake up the church. 
You know, when COVID came and everything got shut down, uh, people were locked in their homes. They began to go to church on television and not even go out anymore. Mm -hmm. And they've got so accustomed to that that I believe we've become, uh, I don't mean to be uh, putting people down, but kind of lazy. Lazy. I'll I want to say it. Say it. Lazy. Okay, lazy. Yeah. I believe that. And the Lord's told me it's time to wake up. Yes. He said, speak to the dry bones. Yes. Speak to the dry bones, prophesy to them and bring them back to life. Mm -hmm. He said, because I got great things to do. I'm bringing the greatest revival the world has ever seen. Yeah. And I need them. Mm -hmm. I need them. Mm -hmm. I need them up and going. And so he said, I want you to hold a conference. We held it last year on March 18th here in Las Vegas. We called it Fresh Fire Revival, mm -hmm. and that's what it was about, like a fresh fire, a fresh start. Uh, we have worship and some powerful men of God speaking. We're going to have that again this March 18th, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and, and the place will be announced later. Mm -hmm. uh, I will announce that, but I would encourage everyone to come to that. Yeah, because I tell you, the fire will be there. The fire will be released. The yes. baptism of the Holy Spirit is yes. going to be flowing strong. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited because I'm going to come hang out with you. Yes, then. you are. <laughs> I'm looking forward to you being there. I'm looking forward to it too. I know I know you invited me to to lead worship and to speak. I'm looking forward to the lineup. You know, like yes, you, you're bringing in some powerhouses that come in. Yes, um, friends of ours that we know flow in the, in the gifts of the, of God, and and it's going to be absolutely incredible. So I'm looking forward to it. Floyd, if people want to get in contact with you and find out more, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can go to our Facebook page, Flaming Sword International Ministry. Mm -hmm. We have a page there, or my personal page, Floyd Schrock. Mm -hmm. uh, they can contact us that way. Uh, I, my phone, they can call my personal phone, 702-612-4007. Yeah. Those are ways they can contact us. Or they can just come to the church on Tuesday night. Yeah. Where absolutely. we hold the meeting. I, I wish we had more time because I wanna we're we're running out of time. We have a minute left, you know, but we didn't have time to go into the international things oh, you no, do. That's you know right. and, yeah. um I, I told you this <laughs> uh the other week whenever we had coffee, I said, Floyd, you're incognito in, in Las Vegas, but man, you are changing the nations of the world, man. <laughs> This man, don't don't let him fool you, okay? This man is all over. I mean, preaching to like thousands of people, man. You know, it, it's it's absolutely incredible. But Floyd, I know I've said already on this episode, but I just want to say it again. I'm so incredibly grateful to be in connection with you. As I'm I glad you. we are serving this city together, and I'm so glad that we get to advance the kingdom of heaven in the earth. Yes, together. And yes. So thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Absolutely, love you, man. I want to come uh, covenant with you. Yes, amen. Yes, amen. Yes, amen. Hey. Listen, I want to thank you all for taking time out of your schedule to be with us right here at Las Vegas United. So we will see you next time right here, Las Vegas United. God bless you. Our show is hosted by Pastor Aaron Pino of Overflow Church. To learn more about him and his ministry, please visit overflowchurch.co. The guest this week is Floyd Schrock. Follow him on Facebook at Flaming Sword International Ministries. Las Vegas United is produced by CTN Vegas, the Las Vegas location for the Christian Television Network. For more information about CTN Vegas and our show, please visit ctnvegas.com. Yeah.